Okay. All right, we're starting a new parak, so I'll give a short, short introduction. Um, it's coming off of, we just learned a lot of these dinim in regards to Babam Behema, right? So in the last parak. So here's a little different. The, the Isser would be carrying outside. So uh, first thing is, in order, if somebody were to carry something, obviously, so to wear something in a way that would be carrying, not wearing as in normal clothing, then you have an Isser Daraisa of Hetzal, which is Masoi. So if something is considered, fits into the category of being a load, something that you're transporting, so then that's going to be an Isser Daraisa. If it's something that's either a Beged or a Tachshit, so either jewelry or the like, or clothing, then it's going to be Mutter. However, there are, there are Banan, and, and I count five. It could be there more, it could be less, depending on how you classify it. But there's basically five chishashas that we have, even for things that are considered jewelry or a that you should be able to wear outside. We have the following concerns, um, not in any specific order. Number one, um, if it's a nice piece of jewelry, the concern is that maybe she will, uh, a woman will want to take off the jewelry to show to her friends. And if she takes it off to show to her friends, she'll transport it to Aladamas. Number two, something that isn't uh, tight can fall off. So the concern is if it falls off, she might just carry it. Now, she might not bother, want, a person might not want to retie it, and they might just forget and carry it. So if, it's, if it comes off easily, that would be chashash number two. Number three, if it's something that's done in a way where people will make fun of you. So the concern is, if people are going to laugh at you, you'll take it off, you'll put it in your pocket. And, uh, you know, so th- that's something that we're also going to be sensitive towards. Number four, if we have a maris ayin issue, we've discussed that before, like azul if it looks like it's something that is normally worn to go to the market, so we're not going to let you carry that, uh, you know, wear it because it's not a, a quote, normal tachshit. And number five is, um, you know, really fits into some of the other categories of, of carrying, but if something is a chatzitza, specific to a woman that has to go to the mikvah, so in those days the mikvahs were outside, and if it's something that can present a chatzitza, uh, she might take it off to go to the mikvah, loosen it, take it off, and then carry it. And that's really the first case we're going to discuss. So let's jump in. What can a woman go out with? What can she not go out with? She cannot go out in her hair with strings of uh, wool. Not with, she's like ponytails, right? So not with chute of pishtin, uh, strings of linen. She cannot have... Uh, straps, any sort of straps on her head. And she cannot go to the mikvah with them until she loosens them. Okay, so that's the first bit. And not with toitafos, we'll see what some of these things are. Um, as long as they are not, if they're not sewn in, then it's usher to go with. Now these things we'll explain in the, in the Gemara, but Rashi brings down here to tell you enough that it is um, these things are significant and therefore they look nice and she might take it off and show it to her friends. So, so far we were talking about things that she cannot go out with at all, whether in Rishis HaYachet or in Rishis HaRabim. Not in Rishis HaRabim because of the chashas we have in the Rabbanon and not even Rishis HaYachet because we're, our concern is, is that it's so, so much part of what she's wearing, she might just come and take it and continue into a Rishis HaRabim. Now, the Kaval, Kaval, the Gemara is going to discuss exactly what it is, um, whether it's, it's a hat or a crest or an emblem. Um, but Veloi Kaval, Rishis HaRabim, that she cannot go into Rishis HaRabim with, but in, a, in her own Chatzar, in Rishis HaYachet, it's Mutter. 
not with uh, an, a tachshit, some piece of jewelry that was called an ir shalzav. Again, we'll see what all these things are. All the Mishnahis in this parak, um, you know, we're not necessarily going to translate the words in the Mishnah, and the Gemara is going to discuss each tachshit or ornament as it goes. V'loi b'nezamim, not with nose ring, v'loi b'tabas, and not with a ring, she'en alav chaysim, that does not have a signet. V'loi b'machat, she'en in a kuva, she cannot go out with a needle, even if it's ain't in a kuva, it is not, does not have an eye, she still can't go out with it. But if she goes out with these things, she's not chayv chatas. Like we explained, these things are all in the category of tachshitin. They are, are all going to be considered uh, ornamental. She's wearing them, you know, as a form of jewelry or to make her, you know, to, to, to make her appearance look nice. And the Rabbanon were, were geyser on these things. Like we said, one of the chashashas is Dilma, uh, um, um, Dilma, uh, maybe she'll take them off to show them to friends. So going back to the first case of the Mishnah, so we said a woman cannot go out with chutei tzemer, chutei pishtin, or ritzua shabaraisha, below titbobahem. So the Gemara wants to understand, tefillah mandachar shema. Why are we discussing tefillah here? And then Rashi says, to borrow a, a, a term, like a term, ma'anyin shvitele har sinai, ma'anyin tefillah eitzel hilcha shabbos. What shaykhus does tefillah have to do with shabbos? What is the reason? That a woman cannot go out with strings of wool or linen. In during the week, that since they tie tightly around the hair, so uh, you cannot do tefillah. While these, while these, uh, w- w- you know, we, we, we're using this as a ponytail holder, while she, her hair is tied with them, until she loosens them to allow the water to go through. So since during the week, she cannot do tefillah until they get weakened, in, in, until they get loosened, until you loosen them to allow the water through. Maybe she'll have to go to the mikvah on Shabbos. She'll untie them. Since you have to loosen them, so the concern is she'll untie them, they'll, they'll, they'll slip off. If you loosen them and they slip off, you loosen them for tefillah and they slip off, you're afraid you might come to carry them. And that is one of the examples, one of the chashashas we gave in the introduction as, as far as why there's a gzeret durabadon. Rav Kahana asked from Rav, Tichi Khalilsa Mai. If you have a, a hollow chain, okay, so some sort of chain, meaning that it is, uh, it, it, it's porous, it allows the water through. So if you tied it, okay, a chain can't tie as tight, let's say, as a chute tzemer or a chute pishtin, right? A, 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 something made out of fabric, you can tie it really tight, and therefore the water can't get through. But if you had a chain, then uh, you can't really tie it tight enough to not allow the water through. So mahu, right? Do we say that since my, right? So do we say since you can't tie it so tight, so we'll allow you to take this out on Shabbos, or we say it's still a problem? Something that is um, uh, woven? Anytime there is arug, meaning any string that is woven, it's made out of woven materials, automatically can't tie tight enough to be a chatzitza, and therefore it will be mutter. It's marnami, any string that is woven, it's, it's automatically, because it has some sort of braid in it, 
it will never be tight enough to not allow the water through. Therefore, you don't have to loosen it to go to the mikvah. Since you don't have to go to the, you don't have to loosen it to go to the mikvah, we are going to allow you to go out with it on Shabbos. That's first lashon. Vigada Amri, second lashon. Amar Rav Huna Beredi Rav Yeshua, Chazino LaAchvasai. I saw my sister, Deloy, or my sisters, Deloy Kaptan Alayhu. They were not makbid on it, meaning that um, they were not makbid to take it off. Okay, so therefore it must be that the water goes through. And therefore, he wasn't saying because it's in the category of Arig. He didn't, Rav Huna did not have this uh, rule in the second Lashon. We didn't have a rule saying anything Arig. However, Rav Huna said, I saw my sisters when they would go, uh, when they would go out to go to the mikvah, they were not makbut on it um, and they would not have to loosen it. What's the difference between the first Lashon that says that the reason a chalilsa, the hollow chain, meaning that's made out of some sort of weave, would be mutter? is because it's, it's an arig, a weave, or the second Lashon, because I saw my sister, that if it's dirty, meaning, so this is also arig, so if the concern here is only, our concern is limited to, is it a material that will allow water to pass through, yes or no, and if it is, then we'll be okay. Then the first Lashon says, that even if it's, a, if it's something that's dirty, then um, we're, we're, we're going to say it's fine to go out with. If we say it's dependent on Kfeida, okay, then, since it's going to be Makbid, right, since it's a Kfeida, um, then it will be considered a chatzitza, and therefore, um, because what's going to happen here is when, when if they're dirty, right, and you go into the mikvah with with uh, dirt on this on this tie on this uh, something that is woven that has dirt on it, then it's going to make it um, uh, it's 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 going to get their skin dirty, right? So it's going to get the, it's going to, it's going to make them dirty if the if the is dirty. And therefore, um, the concern here is whether, if it's dirty, again, if it's an arug, if we say it's a, it's, it's a simple rule, if it's arug, it's going to be fine. If it's not arug, it's not going to be fine. Then we don't care if it's dirty or not. But if you say it's, it's totally on kapeda, whether I care or not, since if something is, let's say, dirty, then if, if, if chatzitza is totally on kapeda, since if it's dirty, I would be makbid, meaning I want to take it off, so then we would not allow you to wear it out on Shabbos. So that's the difference between the two Lashinas. Tanan Hasam, it says in the Mishnah Mikvais, the Elu Chaitzitzin Ba'adam. These are the things that would be considered a Chatzitza on a person. Chute Tzemer, that is um, strings of wool, the Chute Pishtin strings of linen. Right, that sounds like our Mishnah as well. And Rabbi Yehuda says, If it's wool or hair, there is no because they are porous. The water will be able to um, go through the uh, strings of tzemer or of hair. Amar Rav Huna. Rav Huna says, "Vekulon berashe habanos shanino." In all three of the ones in the Mishnah, it said, "Veilu veilu chaytzesim ba'adam chutei semer chutei pishtin." Okay, veritzuos. 
all of these we're talking about is biroshe habanas, only on the head, meaning only on the hair. Maskifla Rav Yosef, what is Rav Huna coming to tell us? Lemutemai. When Rav Huna said that these three things listed in the Mishnah are only biroshe habanas, what's it coming to exclude? That if one of these strings, meaning a, a, a string of wool, of linen, or a strap is on a woman's skin, Vidamai, right? Ilam ilamute tzavar, it's on their neck, right? So it's on the skin. Udamai, ilam ilamute tzavar, you want to say that we're talking about the strings of wool. Hashda, rach agabe kasha chaitzets. So there's different levels in, um, in, in, in what's considered a soft rach and what's considered kasha. So tzavar, okay, tzavar will be considered something that is rach, and sar here is something that is kasha. So the Gemara is saying like this, we're talking about, remember, we said three things in the Mishnah, Rav Huna said, all these three things are only going to be a chatzitza, barash e What does rach and kasha have to do with anything? Well, we'll see. Because if it's something that, um, if it's something that, is uh, more kasha, so then it would, ne- it would be harder, if it's more coarse, we'll call it, then it would be harder to be a chatzitza because it's not, you're not going to be able to tie as tight on it. So that's the idea, generally. So hashto, rach agabe kasha, if it's something that's semer, wool, we're talking about the wool, that is rach, Consid- compared to here, that is considered rach, Agabe kasha on top of hair, right? Because Rav Huna said, So if we're talking about semer on here, rach agabe kasha chaitzitz, and that is the mission we brought down. We're talking about the semer, so rach agabe rach mibaya. Of course, semer on top of something that's rach, right? The more rach it is, the more it has the ability to be chaitzitz. So if tzemer on top of here, with his tzemer on here, tied to here, is kasha, so for sure tzemer attached or on the skin, right, tied around the neck, is for sure going to be, um, is for sure going to be a chatzitza. Because the neck is softer than the hair is. So if a wool string tied around, you know, as a ponytail holder, is going to be a chatzitza on your hair, then for sure it's going to be a chatzitza tied around your neck. The Ella, so you have to say, what's Rav Huna coming to say? He's talking about linen, okay? Because what? Linen is also kasha. So, Frek Gemara, okay, linen is considered a, a, a coarser string. Hashta kasha agabe kasha. If you're telling me a linen ponytail holder on top of kasha, on top of the hair, is going to be chaitzates, a coarse material tying another coarse material is going to be chaitzish is going to be chaitzates, then kasha agabe rach mibaya. Of course, a coarse material on the skin is for sure going to be chaitzates. Okay, either way, I'm not 100% sure why they're going to have to go through the individual cases. Either way, the neck is soft, okay? And all these materials are going to present more of an issue if you, they're tied around skin than they will if tied around here. So what is Rav Huna? Why does Rav Huna have to come along and say, I'm Rav Huna, What's your Chiddush? Uh, okay. And Lema'ute what? what? If they're Rosh then of course it's going to be um, on, on anything else. So, Elo, I'm Rav Yosef, 
This is what Rav Huna was coming to say. And what she was saying was actually, uh, you, the Havamina was all that the neck would have been more of a chatzitza, comes along Rav Huna and says, no, it's only Barash Banas that's a chatzitza. But around the neck, to tie these materials around the neck, since a woman is not going to, no one's going to choke themselves, therefore, these strings, chutei tzemer, chutei pishtin, and the ritzuos, if they are tied around as a necklace, around her neck, it will not be a chatzitza, because she's not tying it tight enough, otherwise she'll end up choking herself. Eisvei Abaya, Abaya asked the following kash from her b'risa, habonos yoytiz bechutin sheboz nehem. A girl can go out with <clears throat> a string in her, in her ear, meaning that if they had, let's say, their ear pierced, and they weren't ready to put on earrings, so what they would do is to hold um, the hole for the earrings, they put a piece of fabric through. Aboloi vechavokim shebet savarehen, she can't go out with drawstrings um, on her neck, meaning if she had some sort of baguette that had strings, okay, um, she, uh, um, she, if it had some sort of strings, she can't go out with it. Okay, so in fact, the Gemara, right, so if we're asking, So if we're saying a woman, is not going to choke herself, so why can't she go out with these drawstrings tied? What's the problem with these strings on, let's say, the shirt, right? So let's say she had a shirt and had strings on it. So we're saying she can't go out with those tied, or, or I don't know if it's necessarily attached to the shirt, but it's some sort of or- ornament, some sort of strings that she would have had. We're saying she can't go out with those strings. Why? Because again, we're talking about tefillah. She might have to go to the mikvah, and then she'll have to take them off. Frek the Gemara, we just said that she, that chutin shebet savaron, uh, that that chutin, all these three strings bet savaron. Rav Huna said on the neck is not going to be a problem because a woman's not going to tie it tight enough to make it a chatzitza because she'll end up choking herself. So why can't she go out with these chavakim shebet sarehem amayloi? Some Ravina, Ravina says hacha bekatla askinon. What are we talking about when we said chavakim, drawstrings? We're talking about the drawstrings of a bib. Times were different. That a woman would choke herself, meaning she would tie it very tight. So skinny woman, she wanted to look like she had a double chin, right? Because in those days, to be a balas basar, to be uh, you know, heavy, was considered um, you know, something that, that was very attractive in a woman. So she would take a bib and she would tie it around her neck very tightly to make it a double chin. And um, that's why she would, in that instance, tie it tight. And that's why she can't go out with those strings because if she's going to tie it tight, again, our concern is she's going to untie those strings and end up carrying it, untie those strings in order to go to the mikvah and end up carrying it. Okay, so moving on. Um, in, in the, well, actually, this is part of the brysa, right? We said, this was part of the Tanan Hasim, right? right? We, we said Tanan Hasim, these three things, which is a re- repetition of our mission. Rabbi Yehuda said, Rabbi Yehuda argues on the Tanakama, and he says that you could, a woman can go out with a, a ponytail holder that's made out of wool, because it's not going to be a chatzitza. Wool or a, a hair is not going to be a chatzitza, because the mayim, they are porous, the mayim goes through it. Amar Rav Yosef, 
Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. Halacha Rabbi Yehuda. The halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, Bechutei Sar. So the halacha is going to be like the Tanakama, meaning in regards to Chutei Tzemer, wool strings, a wool ponytail holder will be a chatzitza. But when you talk about Sar, strings, uh, a thread of, made out of hair, the halacha is going to be like Rabbi Yehuda. So Amalei Abaya, halacha miklal depligi. Is there an argument here? Meaning, the Tanakama never discussed Sar. So, that there's an argument here. The Tanakama said, Tanan Hasam, we said, and Ritsuas. We never discussed Sar. Rabbi Yehuda was the one that said, he argued on Chutei Tzemer, and then he says Sar. So, where's there an argument here? Nobody said, the Tanakama never discussed Sar, so why are you coming to tell me, when it comes to Sar? Okay, great. It wasn't an argument. Maybe you'll say it had to have been an argument because he loved the Shamin and Mitanakama. Maybe we don't have it listed under the Shita's Tanakama. However, he loved the Shamin and Mitanakama had Rabbi Yehuda not heard it from the Tanakama. He wouldn't have discussed it at all. So, Elamai, it must be that. Elamai, it must be that the Tanakama does argue. So the Gemara says, no, Vidoma Kishem Ka'amarlahu, Rabbi Yehuda is just using Sar to jockey for position in his argument against the Tanakama. Just like you agree to me, you, the Tanakama, agree to me by Chute Sar. Right? We're saying that the Tanakama never argued on Sar. And that's the reason why Rabbi Yehuda mentioned Sar at all. He mentioned Sar to say, hey, you Tanakama, you don't argue with me on Sar. Well, Semer is not that different, so you shouldn't argue with me on Semer either. But really, both the Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda hold that Sar is not going to be a Chatzitza. And that's the point coming here. We're trying to highlight the fact that the Tanakama did not argue on Rabbi Yehuda. And that's why Rabbi Yosef came along and said, Rabbi Yehuda, I remember Shmuel, Halacha Rabbi Yehuda, Sar, is to say that the Tanakama never argued. Okay? Itmar. So we have a raya. A raya that the Chachamim agree when it comes to Sar, or that the Halacha is, when it comes to Sar, a string made out of hair, it's not going to be a Chatzitza. Amr Nachman, Amr Shmuel, Maidon Chachamim, Rabbi Yehuda, Bechutei Sar, that when you have a string made out of hair, it is not going to be a Chatzitza. Tanya Nami Hachi, that everybody agrees that that Chutei Sar is not going to be a Chatzitza. Chutei Tzemer, wool strings, Chutei that will be a chatzitza. Chute sar, strings made out of hair, ain't chatzitzin. Rabbi Yehuda, Imer, Shatzemer, Vishal sar, ain't chatzitzin. So that is exactly uh, another brisa that says it more succinctly. Tanakama holds, Chute Tzemer is. Chute sar is not a chatzitza. Rabbi Yehuda says both are not. Amar Abnachim, Rabbi Yitzchak, Masnisin Nami Deka. Our Mishnah is also correct. Tikatani, because our Mishnah says, Yitzha Isha, that's going to be the Mishnah at the end of the parak. It says she can go out with uh, a shetel, right? She can go out with something made out of hair, whether it's her own hair or somebody else's hair. Okay? Um, money. Even Rabbi Yehuda. So if it's Rabbi Yehuda, then what's the Chiddush of this case? So she can go out with a shetel made out of human hair. Afilu chutet semer nami. Even if it was made, if it was something made out of, of wool, it would also be okay. Elolav Rabbanani must be that that Mishnah is Rabbanan. Bishmamina b'chutei sar loy pligi shmamina, and we see that there is no argument in regards to chutei sar. 
that everyone's going to agree that Chute Sar um, will not be a will not Chute Sar will not be a chatzitza. Loy tefes. In the Mishnah, we say a woman cannot go out with a tefes. My tefes. What is a tefes? I'm Rebbe Yosef. Chumrasa dekatifta. That it is a uh, a charm packet. Okay, so it was a it was a uh, a packet that she used to wear, like as a necklace. Amalei Abaya. Okay, if it if it's a if it's if it's a charm, if it's like a kameya, tehavi ki kameya mumcha v'tishtiri. So what's wrong with it? We're going we're gonna to see that, if, and we've had this before, when we, we discussed it when we talked about the animals, that if something is a kamea, right, so the, an amulet, so uh, if they were sick, so they used to go to a mumcha, somebody who used to know how to write certain uh, phrases, and we'll see this later, we're going to have Abayam and the Ames, certain phrases they would write and would have certain powers to be able to heal. And um, a Kameya Mumcha was one that was confirmed, meaning that we know that it worked three times. So Abaya says, so why your tank, the mission said, Taitafais is, is, is also to go out with on Shabbos. And Rav Yasef says, Taitafais is a Chomer Shatakdiva, it's a charm packet. So Amrle Abaya, Tavik Kameya Mumcha, it should be just like a Kameya Mumcha, a confirmed amulet that, that we know that has worked. So you're allowed to go out, but history. that it's not a charm packet. What is Taitafais? Apuznaihu. Okay. It is going to be a, it's, it's something called Apuznaihu. It's some sort of, of uh, um, frontlet, like something they would wear on, the, the, uh, on their forehead that was made out of gold. So it was some sort of forehead, I think it's called a frontlet. Rashi says, frontil shelzav. So a gold uh, frontlet, right, that they used to have. Um, you know, across the forehead. Tanya Amihachi, Yitzi Isha Besivcha Hamuzahavais. She a woman can go out with a gold hat, Ube Taitafais, and with a Taitafais, Ube Sarvitan, and with bangles, Hakavuan Hakavuanba, okay, that are in um, these things are gonna be in the they're set in the hat. Ezo Tatafes, Ezo Sarvitan, what is Tatafes and Sarvitan? Amravahu. So we see here the Mishnah mentions Tetefes and Sarvitin together. So that is Tetefes in our Mishnah. So this is a gold ornament that goes from ear to ear. So they'd wear it across, uh, you know, I guess across the forehead. Um, and it would go from the ear to the ear. That's the Tetefes. Sarvitin is a similar type of item, but it would go all the way down until her cheekbone. Now this taitafais that um, we said was made out of gold, it depends. If you were wealthy, you made it out of gold. But if you were poor, then they would make it out of a colored fabric. That the wealthy people would make it out of a kesef or zav, the poor people would make it out of a colored fabric. But either way, it's some sort of ornament that is worn across the, across the front of the forehead. And again, the concern with this is going to be that since it's an ornament, it looks nice, her friend's going to say, oh, that looks nice, let me come and see that. And she's going to take it off her head, she's going to show it to her friend, and she'll end up carrying it, Dalai Lama, Sarabim, and that is a concern okay. with this. Well, what's weird, oh, just a question on this, because the brace says, makes it sound like you can go out with this, and the Mishnah says you can't. It's just interesting that the bracer they use, which is to support the definition, is actually going against 
Correct. The the Brisa, though, is talking about where it's fixed into the hat. And we'll see, because it's a hat, that a woman's not going to take off the sivcha, this type of hat, because it'll expose her hair. So that's why the Brisa says, look at the word, the key word is hakavuin. If it, is, if it is attached to the sivcha, then you're right. It's a, it's a great point. If it's attached to the sivcha, she's not going to take off the hat. That's why it's allowed. But if it's unattached, right, then she will take off, if it's just an ornamental piece that goes across her forehead, she will take it off to show her friend because she's not going to expose her hair or do anything, right? There's no problem with taking it off and that's what the concern is. So thank you for pointing that out. That's perfect. Okay. Veloy bekavol. Okay, and not with Kabul. So we don't know, the, the Gemara says, Amar Rabbi Yanai, Kabul zeh, this Kabul, any of them mahu. I don't know what it is. E Kavla da'avda, if it's the emblem of a servant, meaning uh, uh, team logo, right? If, you're, if they were a servant, you worked at a house, so they would have a, a family crest, Right? So they have a logo. Right? That was their uniform. So it was an emblem they would wear, and we'll see this in, in tomorrow's Daf more. We're going to discuss this a lot. Um, but they would wear this uh, emblem, either it would be worn on their clothing or as a necklace. Point is, if it is an emblem, okay, that a servant would wear, then, lost my place, sorry. Then a wool cap, meaning what we have is like this. Kavol can mean two things. It can either mean an emblem that an avid wears, or it can mean a wool cap. So we want to know which one is it. When the Mishnah said you can't go out with the Kavol, is it the emblem or the wool cap? What's the difference? If it's the emblem, it's going to be okay. You will be able to go out with it, okay? Because since if she's wearing a wool cap, if she would take it off, there's a she will end up revealing her hair. She's not going to take it off to show people. But the kavla da avda, which is an ornament, maybe the evid will take off, and we'll see why. Aydilma Maybe what we're saying is even a wool cap is going to be usher to take off. Even though it'll expose her hair, we're still going to be concerned that she'll take it off to show someone. And for sure, the emblem of the Eved, that he'll take off, you know, the nice-looking crest or logo, um, he'll take that off. So, that that Kabul is the Kippah Shalt is the wool cap. Because we have a brisa that says a woman can go out with a kabel and istema in the chatzar. Now again, remember this kabel, the only iser was going on in Rosh Harabim. The chatzar was allowed, like we see in this brisa. You could even go out to Rosh Harabim. So Rosh Hashim argues. Why? Because whatever is under the sivcha, so different layers of hats, sivcha was a layer of hat, so anything that was under sivcha, 
because the woman would not take off, it would, it would, it would reveal her hair. Kol shu'u in a simcha, anything that's above the simcha level, right? The, 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 so there were multiple layers of hats that they used to wear. So anything above the simcha, you can't go out with it because, again, if you take it off, it doesn't reveal here, and therefore it's going to be aser. Okay, and therefore what do we see? Either way, we see from this b'risa that according to the way the b'risa explains from Shemim al-Azhar, that we associate Kabul with Sivcha. Rishim and Elazar allows you to go out with a Kabul because it's Lamata and a Sivcha. It's closer to the hair and she's not going to take it off. That's what Rishim and Elazar says. So Elamai, tell me, if I have to ask you, what's Kabla? Is it a, a, a servant's emblem or is it part of a hat? Sounds like it's part of a hat if it's attached to the Sivcha. Okay, next. Uh, final piece over here we'll do for today. My Istima. What is the istema? Amar Bavo. Bizyoni. It is a bizyoni. My bizyoni. Didn't help us a lot. Amar, amar Abaya. Amar Rav. Kalya Pruchi. It's uh, some sort of scarf that they used to wear that they would tuck in the, the hairs. So again, they had different levels of kind of hats. They would tuck in the uh, hairs. Uh, you know, if there were hairs that kind of came out from the, from the hat, they would tuck them into like some sort of Scarf that they would have there around their head. Sorry, one more. Three things are said about an istema. It is not subject to klayim. And it cannot be metam Both of these are for the same reason, like if you recall. It is not tavoy. It is not made out of um, material. And just like uh, we learned that negayim, uh, that klayim has to be like negayim, and both need material that is what's called shua tava vinuz. It has to be, um, it has to be a spun, right, spun material. So this material that they would make this scarf out of this istema was not spun, and therefore aimavishim klayim. It's not subject to subject to climb. Even if even if it was made out of wool and it was mixed with linen, since the strings were not tavoi, uh, was not spun together, then it's not going to be a climb. It's not going to be shot in this. It's not going to be time in a game for the same reason. You cannot go to Rosh Hashanah with this istema. That it is not, it was not in the ban. They made a ban after the Khurban. There was a Xera that they shouldn't go out with uh, what's called Atares Kalos. It's a, uh, you know, tiara, a ve, you know, something, something that, the, that the Kalos used to wear. And that was a way of honoring the Khurban or remembering the Chorban. And uh, since this is not, I guess, is not considered a fancy enough material, and therefore this istema was not going to be a problem of going out um, after the Chorban. We'll stop here. And then tomorrow we're going to discuss um, in regards to Shmuel is going to have a, a, a the, he's going to say it's actually Kabul de Avda, um, that, that um, the Kabul is not a wool cap, but rather it's Kabul de Avda, uh, that it's the Ebed's emblem or crest. I'll send out, hold on one second here. Hold on one second. Okay. So we started, we said that, just to summarize, we said that Woman cannot go out with chutei tzemer pishtin or ritzuas, even 
in her own chatzar, right? In other words, it was only once we got to ka- uh, Kabul that we said that um, that is only not allowed in Rosh Hashanah, but all these first things in the Mishnah was even in her own chatzar, because she might have to go to the mikvah, and in order to go to the mikvah, these things are going to be a chatzitza. She'll have to loosen, you know, a ponytail holder made out of these materials, okay? Since they tie very tight, these things will be a chatzitza, and we are going to be chayshish that she will carry in Rosh Hashanah. We asked, what about the hollow, uh, you know, kind of woven uh, hollow uh, chain that she would use to tie with? Um, so we said, <clears throat> we said it's going to be mutter, and we had two different reasons. Either because it's woven, since it's woven, any thing that you use to tie that's woven can't be tight enough to be a chatzitza, or the second lashon was that uh, she's not going to be makbed on it. And we said the nafkamino is... Right? It's, it's because not, she's not makbid. Of course, it has to let the water through. It won't be a chatzitza, but it's because she's not makbid. Um, and then the question, nafkamina, in that is what happens if you had something that uh, was dirty? Would it be a problem where she's makbid? Or do we say, since it's woven, that's the rule? The rule is, as long as it's woven, it's not going to be a chatzitza, and therefore uh, she won't have to take it off. And then we, we, brought in, we brought in basically a copy of our Mishnah. We said, the Tanakhama says are going, these three materials are um, going to be a chatzitza. And Rav Huna said, it's only a chatzitza on the head. And we were trying to understand what is he coming to say? Not on the neck, meaning since you don't tie when you take a string, so to use it as a ponytail, you're going to tie it tight. But to, to use a string around the neck, you're not going to tie it tight because you don't want to choke yourself with the exception of this chavakim this bib that was used to make a woman have, uh, to appear heavier, um, you know, so that it would, it would create more, multiple chins, uh, so that would be a problem because she would tie that tight. And then Rabbi Yehuda argued on the Tanakama. He said that Semer and Sar are not going to be a chatzitza. And we said that really the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda in regards to Sar, meaning the Tanakama will agree to that. The different I call something made out of hair is not going to be a chatzitza. We brought a raya from the Mishnah that the Tanakhama is going to agree by Sar, and it's, they only, the Tanakhama Rabbi Huda only argue when it comes to Tzemer. And then we said, and we said to Taifais, Taifais is Apuzinayu, which is this uh, frontlet, right, this uh, um, thing, the kind of bangle they would wear on their forehead, um, and it would go from ear to ear, and the concern is she's going to take it off, and she will show it to her friends. And then we said, not with a kabul to Rishus Harabim. Rav said, we had, the, we had a question, what is a kabul? Is it a servant's emblem or is it one of the head coverings? It is a wool cap. Um, and if it's the wool cap, is usher, even though there's still chashash, it could expose some here, there's a reason to say that we shouldn't be so concerned. So for sure, the kabul, the avda, the servant taking off his emblem will be a problem. Um, and Rav says that it is, it is Kippah Shal Tzemer, and we learned that in a Brisa from the Machlech, because the Tanakhama of Roshim Elazar, that we see Roshim Elazar referred to anything that's Lamatam in a Sivcha, which Sivcha is definitely part of the head covering, so we see that Kippah Shal Tzemer is, is part of the, is also must be the wool cap, and not the Kavad the Avda. And then we discussed in that Brisa what is an Istima, and so it was some sort of scarf that uh, she would tuck uh, the loose strands of hair into, and that is not, she didn't, we don't have a problem because that is not Bisham Kalei Mernagayim because it is not Tava, it's not made out of spun material, and you can't go through Sarabim. Um, okay, and it does not have, um, uh, uh, it was not Nechlal in the Gezerah, it's not nice enough to be included in the Gezerah of uh, Atarais Kalais. We'll pick it up tomorrow.